If you're a business owner and you're wanting to grow your business, please make sure you head to Facebook and search for my No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. It's totally free and I share tips, tools, templates, and live trainings on all things sales, marketing, leadership, management, systemization, and more, as well as how to help you to perform at your best by optimizing your mindset as the business owner. So if you're a business owner, head across to Facebook via the link in the description of this podcast and join my free No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. So being a victim is probably cool for a lot of people, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but a lot of people use a victim card in order to give them an excuse as to why they can't get what they want in life. And it holds so many people back. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to discuss why in our society, so many people tend to use the victim card. And I'm going to discuss it in greater detail because I'm sure there are times that most of you who are listening We'll use this card, and it is such a bad way to move forward in life. If you can pick yourself up on it, it will prevent you from playing that card and using a way better card. Driven Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Massive shout out before I start to all those who have rated this podcast on whatever podcasting app you're listening to. Thank you for all those who have been giving us five-star reviews. I know that it only takes like one or two seconds to do it, but I massively appreciate it. Numbers keep going up. So thank you to everyone who has done that. You know who you are. Massive thank you. All right, let's talk about the victim mentality or the victim card that so many of our society play. And I see it happening all the time now. People are playing the race card, people are playing the sex card, people are playing the gender card, people are playing the, you know, will this happen to me in my past card? All of that stuff is cool, right? It gets you off the hook. It really says, well, part of the reason why I'm not achieving what I want is because something has happened or I have a skin color or I have a something that is the reason why I'm not achieving something and I'm not getting what I want out of life. Now, are there some people that this stuff has happened to and it is part of a reason? Like, let's say you grow up and something bad happens to you. In your life, that is part of your reason why you can't achieve, but it's also part of the reason of why you must achieve now as well. So there is two different ways of looking at it. I've worked with people over the years who have come and done Thrive Time or who I've privately consulted with and coached who have had some of the most horrific shit happen to them. And you know, the most empowering thing that happens is that when I work with them, I see them overcome that excuse, that obstacle, that reason, that victim card. And what they realize is that now becomes their power. It gives them purpose. It creates their drive. And now they have a reason to want to prove something or to do better. And I watch them take off and they are some of the most inspiring people that I've ever worked with. I can tell you story after story after story where this has happened. And then I meet some dropkick who comes to one of my events, a free event or something like that, or they message me on the internet and they go, but Mojo, you don't understand. And their story is like 150th of someone else who I've worked with. And that story that's 150th, the person over-exaggerates so much and it's the reason why they're failing. You know, Their mum used to tell them off or their dad used to beat them and that's the reason why they can't achieve now and why their mindset's all fucked up and why they're depressed and shit. No, that's not why. The reason is, is that you still keep holding onto that card. Until you're prepared to give up that card and say, right, that happened. Yes, it happened. You never have to get rid of that story. You can keep the story. 
You just can't keep fucking playing on that story because if you do, that's the thing that's going to hold you back. If that's the card you're going to keep playing, if you're going to play the victim card, you're always going to be the victim. A lot of people do it because it lets them off the hook. It allows them to have a reason as to why they can't achieve. It's an excuse. It's a justification. In our society, people who tend to have some bad past story get over-supported. Other people come around and they nurture. Also, they get in these groups and these groups, they all sit around and talk about how bad this stuff is. And then they go out there and it gives them a sense of power because now we've got to stop this from happening. We've got to stop doing it. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. What I'm saying is that if you keep holding onto that card, you are always going to fall back into that trap. I have seen people before that I've spoken to that are advocates for depression. And I have spoken to them and said, come and do some work with me. And they avoid it like the fucking plague. But at the same time, I watch them go for a while and they're these you know, mental health advocates and then they fall back into a huge rut and they go, they fall apart again and they keep falling apart because they won't try anything different. They know what they know and they want to keep holding on to that, but some of them get huge amounts of attention. I know someone who is a mental health campaigner who goes around and they, they keep going through these huge ruts where they go all right for a while and then they fall into these huge dark holes, these huge dark places. And they do so, but at the same time, they get to travel all around the country and speak as a mental health advocate. They get paid large sums of money to rock up and do corporate health events and corporate mindset events and all this sort of stuff where they talk about mental health. All they do is they talk about their fucking problem. When you talk about a problem, all you do is you highlight a problem and then other people become more aware of that problem. So when they have that problem, now that becomes their problem as well. I don't think it's a great way of doing things. Now, is awareness important? Yes. But intelligent awareness where there's a solution is important. If you just keep pointing out problems, all that happens is your life just becomes surrounded with problems. And everyone knows this because I'm assuming that everyone has gone through stages in their life where when you're stressed out, when you're frustrated, and it seems like nothing's working, you just see problems everywhere. And it's very, very hard to fix them. And even if someone come along and said, I could help you solve that problem, most of the time when you're in that state, you don't believe that it can work. You don't believe that it'll change. It's too hard. Why? Because you're drained. Your energy feels like shit. It's hard to get out of that mindset. And so they just stay stuck. And it's, it's easier in that moment. Now, if it was hard in that moment and they work towards something different and they change their own mindset and they change the way that they thought about things, then slowly you'll get to a solution or a resolution. Then you can go back and help others to get out of that hole because you now have the solution. The problem with a lot of stuff that's happening now is that a lot of people who have their victim card or claim that they've got all these problems in their past have never really resolved them. They've never worked through them. So all they do is they just point out that these things exist. And that's why right now, there is so much money in awareness. People are like, I'm doing breast cancer awareness. Who the fuck doesn't know that breast cancer exists? Who the fuck doesn't know that, right? So you're essentially giving money to a charitable organization that might spend 70, 80, 90% on marketing in order to tell people that there is more cancer, more breast cancer. Everyone fucking knows it. So they're essentially going to spend all of their money on marketing and day events and huge parties and shit that they throw like, you know, I get invited to them all the time. These charity functions, they're all the big wigs rock up there, all the high rollers, and we will get free feeds or free dinners or you pay 500 bucks for a dinner, but you get to hang out with politicians and all this shit. It's a scam. But that money doesn't go to the people who need it and it doesn't go on solving the problem. It just goes on the awareness. Okay, so now we've got depression awareness, mental health awareness. Everyone knows that mental health is a problem, almost everybody. But the question is, how do we get out of it? How do we solve the problem? Okay, and you need people who have worked through shit, who have a resolution that can help people. But most people don't want this because they want to hold on to that card and they get a lot of attention from it. They get support from it. And because most people in our society are pretty lazy, they're pretty complacent, 
they're pretty average. They're what I call grazers. They just walk around and they just graze their whole life on just fucking little shoots of shit that come out of the ground. They're like a sheep. They just nibble on stuff. That's great, right? You'll survive, but you'll do no better than surviving. And most people live like that. Nothing against those people, but it's just, that's not the lifestyle that I want. I believe that humans are built to thrive. We're built to do something great within our life. And I really believe that every human being is born great. And the things that happen to us are an obstacle that happens along our way to figure out our own greatness. So we have barriers and obstacles so that we can overcome them to realize that we're way greater than what we think. If you're 30 now, you should be greater than what you were at 20. If you're 40, you should be greater than what you are at 30 because you've learned, you've overcome those obstacles. When you're the same person and you're very predictable and you do the same things and nothing's changed, then you're stuck. And most people are just stuck. Hence why it's easy to just hold onto the card and go, this is the reason why nothing's changed. This is the reason why nothing's moved forward. This is the reason why I haven't progressed. But the truth is you look in the mirror and you don't like yourself. You hate yourself because you have decided not to change because it's easy to not change. It's easy in the moment not to change. It's hard in life not to change. Hey, Driven Mofos. If you ever want to have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. Okay, I remember I had a coffee with a guy who was a mental health advocate. He had a gambling addiction. He had gone through some stuff. He had drug addiction. And I was speaking to him and I said, you need to come and do one of my events. Like I've got some solutions for you that you haven't even discovered. And I knew that part of the reason why he was doing that was because he was fear-driven and his fears drive his impulses. And no one's really dealing with the fear. They're trying to deal with the impulses. And, and he's gone to rehab and he's gone to therapy and all this sort of stuff. But also as well, the guilt and shame that he has drives him to be more impulsive again. So he has this consistent internal fight, which most people who label themselves as addicts do. They have this guilt and shame of their past that then drive their future behavior or their impulses. Those impulses, and when you're at a standoff with your impulses, your brain's going crazy. And anyone who craves a certain food or craves something, whether you crave sex or whether you crave television or, or whether you've had a hard week at work, you start to crave something. And when you tell yourself you can't have it, you want it more. And it's this internal battle. Until you deal with the fear, those impulses are always going to be there and your brain is going to be in battle with itself. And that day where you're worn out, you're going to go straight back to what you naturally know, which is the impulse. And I knew that I could help this guy, but he would not come and do work with me for whatever reason. Okay, maybe it's because I'm a prick. I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I hold people accountable. Maybe it's because I push people. But I push people because I believe in people. I believe that everyone's better. I believe I'm better, which is why I keep doing what I do. I believe every person who's listening to this is listening because they want to be better. And I don't truly believe that people come into my community who want to really hold on to their victim card because I'm pretty upfront and pretty abrupt and, and pretty straight down the line because it's not, they're not disappointing me. They're disappointing themselves. I know that every person who holds on to that victim card who wants a better life, who knows that they can have a better life is extremely disappointed. And then they've got to have a way of dealing with that disappointment. And some people get extremely angry. They get extremely angry at the world. They get extremely angry at others. They get extremely angry at whatever happened to them in the past. And so anger becomes their driver. Some people just get really sad. Some people get really depressed. Some people just feel down all the time and like they have no motivation because there's just no point. Some people get suicidal. None of those things help anyone to thrive in life. And I just don't think it's a good idea to hold on to that victim card. Everyone has shit that happened to them in the past. And anyone who's listening to this right now who goes, yeah, but you don't know what happened to me in my past. You're using that fucking victim card again. If your brain just did that then when I said that, 
you need to stop that shit right now. Everyone has a past. Everyone has shit that happened to them that is relative to their life. You can't say that someone who experienced something really traumatic and someone else who experienced something really traumatic, you can't say what's less traumatic than what I had because it's all relative. Okay, to that person, taking away a child's toy can be traumatic to the child. That doesn't mean that as an adult, I feel trauma, but the child might feel traumatic in that experience. It's relative to the experiences that an individual's had and how they label it. So my point is that if you want to live a great life, one of the main things that you've got to do is stop yourself being a victim. I see business owners do this all the time where they're like, our business isn't growing because staff are shit. And I'm like, dude, victim, stop it. You're supposed to be a leader. If you're a leader and you're blaming everybody else for the reason why you don't have the results that you want in your business, it's because you're playing the victim card. You're not a victim. You're responsible. You're a leader. Change it. In your own life, if you're responsible for the things that are happening around you, you might not be responsible for, let's say, the shit that happened in your past, but you're responsible for how you deal with them right now. And if you can find better ways of dealing with them, you can move beyond that thing. You know, I've had some pretty crazy shit happen to me as well, like I got stabbed in the head with a bottle. That could be seen as trauma. I know plenty of dudes that are still angry because they got beat up when they were a kid or whatever. I got picked on. I got bullied. I have no angst towards any of the people who bullied me as a child because it made me strong. It made me more effective. It made me realize that I don't care what most people think. I just don't worry about it because I used it as something that empowered me, not something that disempowered me. So I don't walk around going, people shouldn't be bullied. I don't know whether people should be bullied or not bullied. What I do know is that based on my experience, I became stronger because of it. So if it wasn't for those kids, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now and I wouldn't be speaking so openly and freely knowing that there's going to be someone who's listening to this who's going to go fucking apeshit on social media at me about it. They're going to try and attack me, but I've been attacked before. It's fine. Okay. Nothing's going to be that bad. Okay. I've had my nose broken. I've got to go back in this year and, and get it rebroken. It's been broken for the last 20 years. And so I've had trouble breathing out of my nose because it got broken in a pub fight. I got king hit from behind. That's just part of life. Like I had to learn from that. And I learned, you know, about being out drinking and about being in environments where, you know, when you put alcohol in people's hands, they can do erratic things. So now I'm very cautious about where I go out and when I drink and how I drink and all that sort of stuff, because I don't want to be in environments of highly intoxicated people that can't control themselves because fights break out consistently because people do stupid shit. You know, I said to someone the other night, they're like, do you want to come out drinking? And it was like nine o'clock at night. And I said, mate, nothing good really happens after nine o'clock at night, right? All that happens is people get more intoxicated. They party more. Then you start having relationship issues. You know, you see people arguing on the street. You see dudes fighting each other. You know, you see girls going crazy at other things and crying and all that shit. That doesn't normally happen before nine o'clock. It happens after nine o'clock when people are intoxicated and it starts to get late. I can't be fucked with that stuff anymore. I'd rather wake up at five o'clock and go for a walk and see you know, 10 people who are all out walking, trying to improve their own lives than being out at 11 o'clock at night watching people destroy their lives. It's not my thing anymore. I might do it every now and again, but it's not It's not that often. If I go to a club, I'd rather go a club up until 11, 12 o'clock at night and then that's it, I'm out of there. But once I start noticing that the environment is starting to get a little bit erratic, I'm fucking done. But if I'm at a club and I'm in a VIP booth or something like that and I'm with some mates, I'm happy to be there. But once it starts getting erratic, I'm just out of there. I just leave. So my point is that everyone has stuff that's happened. Okay, my best friend's three-year-old niece was killed in a car accident too, by the way. Like these things happen. They can allow you to learn great things about yourself. They can allow you to learn great things about life. You can become more adaptable. You can become more resilient. You can take more responsibility. You can take more accountability. Whatever the lesson is that it's trying to teach you, I guarantee you it'll help you to improve your life. If you don't deal with that, it can throw you into a downhill spiral. And I've seen it happen many, many, many times. And I could give example after example on this. I know there are going to be some people out there who are going to debate me on this. But I can give examples that would blow your fucking mind of people that I've worked with. 
who have gone through this stuff and come out the other side and their life's better because of the thing, whereas before it was worse. My point is that you have to decide whether you want to be a victim in life or you want to be a victor. You can't be a victor and a victim at the same time. And there are people who do great things with their victim card, but they still feel like a victim and it destroys them mentally and emotionally. When you give up that victim card and you go out there and you speak openly and you speak freely and you don't have any angst about whatever happened in your past and you've balanced out all that emotional shit and you can move beyond it, then you become super empowered now and you become an absolute warrior. You become a leader and very few things can stop you in life. That's what I want for people around me. That's what I want for people who come to our events is those people out there, no matter what happened in their past, to be an absolute victor, to just keep going. Because I can guarantee anyone who's listening to this right now, you're way better than what you currently believe you are. Guaranteed. I've never met someone who's capped themselves out mentally and emotionally ever, ever. And I've worked with billionaires, rich listers, professional athletes. They are still uncapped, right? They've just got to take it to that next level. And the bigger you get, the higher you get, the more you achieve, the harder it is because a 0.1% change is huge. Whereas someone who has never done anything before, they need bigger changes. Like if you look at golf and you're really shit at golf, you need to adjust the club head quite a lot and you need to adjust your swing quite a lot. But when you're a pro, the smallest movement can make the biggest difference. And that can be the difference between winning the game and losing the game. So the more you progress and grow in life, the smaller the changes to make big differences. At the start, it's you need to make a little bit bigger changes in order to move forward. Not huge changes, but you just need to make consistent big changes, bigger changes to progress reasonably quickly. But anyway, I hope that helps Driven Mofos. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If you're enjoying this sort of motivational stuff, you're enjoying the mindset stuff, you're enjoying the tips and tools, please remember to share it on your social media. Let's get more and more people to this podcast. I would love to empower more people out there. My goal is to empower over a million people to perform better in life and business each and every year. I would really love it if you could help me on that mission as well. Anyway, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. I appreciate each and every one of you. And thanks for being part of this awesome community of driven mofos who want better out of life. Take care. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. (laughs) 